educating yourself is definitely an asset. Knowledge is a huge asset because once you learn something, you can't unlearn it. And the more you use all the tools that are available to you, the easier your life will be, the less stress your life will be. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. My name is Marco Kozlowski. I'm here with Gabriela Raish and Francesco Galuccio. We are here for your pleasure and amusement today. This is all about giving you as much value as possible. If you are not familiar with Big Fat Real Estate Checks, simply listen to the first 10 episodes. You'll understand more about asset-based lending, how we buy assets using none of our own money, using skills, very, very good skills, instead of our own money in order to acquire assets that give us passive income. And we're always delighted to give you as much value as possible, as I think I just said that. I'm repeating myself, repeating myself, repeating myself, repeating myself, now that I'm in my 50s. Repeating myself, said that again, repeating myself over and over again. We are uh, going to talk today about actually a uh, an email, a direct message actually that came in on a uh, person that has a uh, property that has a significant amount of equity. Very low interest rate, two and just under 3% interest rate, which in these times uh, is going to be almost half of prime. Actually, 2.79, I think, is uh, what the message was. And yep, bought the property with, uh, with a family member. Family member is now out of the picture and is, has this burden of this mortgage, which is, uh, I would say, two-thirds of what this person makes. So the mortgage payment is very daunting, meaning very little left for food and you know taking care of yourself and driving and all the other things that cost money and uh, as the taxes rate are, are go up the fear is to not be able to pay the taxes on the house and lose the farm they asked if we could give some insight on how we would handle the situation so i'm going to uh, make the assumption uh, and I, I think i read between the lines that credit would be a problem since uh their debt ratio would exceed the capacity to 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 refinance to pull out the a few hundred thousand I'll, I'll just i think it was three hundred thousand dollars in equity in the property so it's a pickle that maybe many are in in fact i had a conversation with a student with a very similar case where this person had actually refinanced their home and used the interest from the, the loans to actually pay all her expenses she basically she lives for free almost and uh, she got advice to sell her property and uh, had about the same amount of equity in it. And my question was, why would you want to sell a property if you're living for free? And because once you have the cash, you're just going to live on it. And now you don't have any equity and you don't have a free house. So if you have a roof over your head, that's the most important thing because it's pretty stressful when you sell things that you are living in. So let's try to uh, brainstorm a little bit on how we can help this human. I know we all have different ideas. So who wants to go first? Let's just go over the facts of what they can and can't do. So that person has a a house that has significant equity. So the first thought process is, okay, if I sell this and I, I get all this equity out, which is approximately 300000 that's great. But now where are you going to live? You got to figure that out. So are you going to rent? And our understanding is that rent in that area is going to be costing more than what they're paying for the mortgage right now. So in theory, that doesn't make sense. And then if they, the other solution is if they, if they, well, if they sell and rent, is that's impossible. If they don't sell, then they can move out, rent to that house. 
And then, again, they still have the problem of having to go somewhere else. So, bottom line is, it sounds like selling. And if you sell and you got to buy another home that's cheaper, then you're going to have to get a new mortgage at the current interest rates, which are extremely high uh, or much higher than what they're paying right now. So, again, it just sounds like selling the house in the current context of, of that person's situation doesn't make a lot of sense. And as a sidebar, I understand that a lot of people are trying to sell their houses because, or are thinking of selling their homes because, you know, they're seeing that there's obviously the interest rates have, have skyrocketed, which means that house prices are going to be, you know, uh, being pressured down. But the, the, I guess the bottom line is, is if, if you don't have to sell because you don't need to sell, i.e. you're not moving out, you're not downsizing, you don't really need to get out, you're going to stay in your house for the next 10, 15 years. It doesn't really make sense to just take advantage of a market high unless you have plans of doing something else with it that doesn't involve you buying another house. So in this context, I think I'm going to cover the fact that basically selling doesn't sound like it's a good option for this person. If there's no credit, or the, the their income is not able to support the current property that they have now and prices have gone up since that purchase happened, they're going to get less of a house with all the equity gone anyway with a higher payment. So the numbers speak for themselves. Correct. Our opinion doesn't really matter. It's if you look at the actual numbers of, of what's happening. And even if, let's say the person got this a rental amount for the exact same amount in a worse neighborhood, since rents are higher, that means the neighborhood would change. Then she would dip into the $300,000 in equity that was there. That's before commissions. We're assuming it's three hundred. And cash by itself, once you chew down it, it's gone. So I think an investment opportunity to take it so that capital is working for her and, and have money work for you instead of you work for money is really the whole point of this whole podcast is if there is cash, you don't use it. You use it to make you money. Um, Correct. That's what you should be doing, which is, encompasses what you said. Frank, what's your take on that? Listen, I know we're upward true in, in many areas. Another possibility, I know she's leveraged that at 65% or whatever, but she could look into private lenders. And uh, there's, a, there's a lot of, there's a big industry for second mortgages that will give up to 90% or even higher of the equity. And given that the house is worth more, that could be a possibility where she can leverage some of that equity and either A, take that money and like, again, rent somewhere else or turn the house into a, an investment opportunity where she she is renting a portion or floor of the house. There may be some work involved to make it a legal apartment or, you know, just do Airbnb like a lot of other people do. If it's in a desirable location, people are willing to spend, you know, some money on a weekly or even a monthly basis, which will help subsidize her mortgage payment and still be able to live in the house that her she, she lived in for all these years. So... Two possibilities. Leverage the equity they have with a private, maybe a, a, a financial institution won't give you that loan to value or turn it into an income uh, property. The challenge with a refi, even if it's at a decent rate, let's call it 8%, which would be unlikely, with the impossibility of her maybe qualifying for a regular mortgage, I think 8% would, what, triple her existing note payment? So... Tapping into the equity, I think, unless it was a really, really good interest rate, might actually hurt more than it helps. Although you do have the cash, but that cash would need to work for her at a higher rate than what she's borrowed it for. Yeah, so, and there can be no mistakes yeah. because if there yeah, are, and, then and, the default and, kicks in, right? So right, yeah, and I don't, I would not. If someone is not savvy financially, I think that would be leading down the path of 
of no return and uh, we want that for somebody but having it our refi is definitely a plan to pull out some equity to make it into a so if you want to borrow enough to put all the items in to make it into a airbnb so you can get as frank said uh, some revenue from different rooms and if you have zero cash then you can get a small second let's call it fifty thousand even at fifty thousand at ten percent would cost you five grand a year about four hundred dollars a month you can definitely make more than four hundred dollars a month your air then your your uh your monthly payment is lower to make and it's designed to make you money debt mm-hmm. should make you money for every dollar that you go into debt you should make two dollars i never borrow unless i can make money on the debt yeah, yeah i forget me that that's where <clears> i'm because <throat> I, I did that myself took a line of credit yes i'm paying interest on it but i used that money in another vehicle yeah, per se, to make more sure. money than i'm actually paying out so or use that money like you said to rehab or whatever you need to do to make it a legal apartment or to make it into an airbnb use that to which you're you're investing right you're, you're, you're getting that money back or well, at least that's the plan so taking all this i think the best solution or at least and i guess this is an opinion right at the end of the day that person's gonna have to make their own decision we're just spitting out potential solutions here based on a scenario but it feels like maybe given you know the low interest rate that you want to keep in place and that you can't move you know you can't really move into somewhere else unless you get rent and then have to somehow make sure that the whole house is rented you know your two options could be also to either airbnb some of the rooms in the house and have that as supplemental income or coming in to basically negate your mortgage payment so reduce your mortgage payment so say you're renting if similar properties rent for you know what is it say it's a you know a thousand dollars a month yeah let's, call let's it two thousand yeah, yeah. If, if everything rents for two thousand dollars a month then you'd be able to rent a room possibly for 500 600 maybe even half a thousand dollars a month maybe a thousand yeah. yeah so and then that would kind of cut your 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 expenses in half on the mortgage and would mm-hmm. allow you to breathe better and still keep the house uh, and move forward so uh, presumably when that family member was living there you were sharing expenses so the idea is to recreate that same scenario as if that person hadn't left and but yes you're bringing in potentially a stranger someone that you have to vet so that's kind of the risk that goes against this but you can either do it airbnb which is on either a weekly basis or a short-term basis which would likely bring you a little bit more revenue or you can just bring in a you know what you want to call a roommate i guess to a certain extent and 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 get a little bit more money but stable over a month so less money monthly but more stable over the year and that would give you almost like a a, a second revenue source so i think from the i guess the information the data that we have this kind of sounds like these are good two options but again you have to be willing to live with someone else the key is with getting into the least debt possible make as much revenue as possible without it chewing up as much of your time as possible using the existing resources that are on the board my suggestion would be do any of those those things based on that uh, selling selling an asset that has very low interest unless it's absolutely necessary to pull that equity out to live on it and I mean absolutely necessary. It's called asset rich, cash poor. I know a lot of us have been in that situation a few times in our lives. That's one of the reasons why I focus so much on cash flow. Another option that you can layer within that, I'm not saying it's a supplement to that, but definitely educate yourself on how to generate income using and leveraging other people's money. Learn how to lend and protect yourself when you're doing transactions, either in the buying side or the lending side. It sounds like if your mortgage payment is most of your paycheck, then I would definitely look at ways of supplementing your income, either with the program that I put together that is designed to do that or others, whoever you feel will be a good fit for you. I'm not a fit for everyone. 
that would definitely be on the the list of things to add to that I would layer it I just wouldn't have one solution I would have as many solutions as possible that you dovetail within each other so if one doesn't work well you you know you have others but I think it's a common problem that more and more people are gonna have mm -hmm. as the economy shifts and taxes rise as people as inflation chews down your paycheck it's gonna be harder and harder for you to um, to make ends meet and you really have to take a look at what pieces are on the board and how you can really maximize each asset that you have time is one that you have the house that you have is is one money that you can get from the empty spaces that are there educating yourself is definitely an asset knowledge is a huge asset because once you learn something you can't unlearn it and the more you use all the tools that are available to you the easier your life will be the less stress your life will be no i think that's well said either yeah and, and it does not a unique situation a lot of people are going to be facing this where hey, listen inflation is going higher than what people are earning or their modest increases if you're working for an employer so a lot of people are going to be in the situation and either a yeah like you said you're gonna to have to either make more money somewhere and you know get in a second job for some of for some people are like no way not going to do it or maybe some people already have a second job and getting a third job is out of the question so the smart way is is look to see how you can have others subsidize your lifestyle and I think we gave a few good examples here uh, without knowing all the all the details of uh, her scenario. But uh, for the most part, that's that's where I would start looking to see on how to leverage. And uh, like you said, Marco, have at least two options on that. So you're, if you're making money and leveraging the asset that you do have by renting it by the room or a floor or whatever the case is. And with that extra money or whatever, or even if you do get a private um, a second, if you want a private second, um, just make sure whatever you, you, you use that money for, it's actually making you money. Yeah, it's a shitty position to be in, but there's there's solutions. And you just got to yeah. look which one's going to fit best. Necessity is the mother of invention. So this might be yeah. the best thing that ever happened to you in that you now have to creatively find a way out. And that's exactly how I started. I needed money. I had to figure it out. Got real and, creative real fast. And the good news is... They already have equity. It's not like they're coming from yeah. a place or, you know, I mean, we've all been in the situation with zero equity and have to work our way out. And, and it's not always fun. You're going to make decisions that maybe are not what your preference would be at that time, but you'll figure it out and make the best decision for you and your family. It's everything is temporary, right? Yeah. Um, the struggle is going to be temporary. And as you start playing with different solutions, you'll see that, hey, you know, I can actually do this over and over again. Now I'm supplementing my income to a point where. Now, I want to buy another house, and it's not 65% of whatever you're earning. It's 10% of what you're earning. Earn more, and your percentages of expenses change real quick. Mm -hmm. That's the easy actually, answer. Actually, yeah, that's another yeah. That's another that's solution the, is, is, you right. know, we don't know what where they're coming from, what their income source is, but getting more income is another solution in theory. That, that, yeah. That's the best that's solution, right. just earn more money. But it's very for, easy for us to just... They just yeah. earn more money now. Fuck off! It's it's no, no. easy to I, say. I, I, I agree. Right? That's not what we're. None of us are saying that at all. No. I'm just saying. But it is. It is a solution. Yeah, that's the best solution. Honestly, is find a way to make more money and uh, leveraging other people's money uh, is, in my opinion, the best way of doing that using mm -hmm. assets. But again, that's we're biased on that because we all enjoy passive income. But if you want to learn how to do that, we'd be happy to help you or whatever passions you have. Real estate isn't my passion. It's people and i'm in the really the people business so that's that well i think that's good enough for now 
uh, the uh, they outreach. I invite anyone that's listening to outreach as well. If you have a pickle, you have something going on, or you want some uh, us to put a podcast together on something, we'd be delighted to do that. Kind of fun, actually, to have done this for the first time. So thank you for for that. And uh, yeah, let the numbers decide at the end of the day. And uh, it's not necessarily our opinion that matters. It's what do the numbers say? We're all a slave to the numbers. And if the number is pencil, then it works out. And I hope uh, we were useful. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Like us, love us, share us, subscribe, add a comment. Always looking for more. And uh, you guys are the best. Without you, we'd just be talking into space. And no one wants us to take medication again. We don't want that. So thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Frank, Gabe, brothers from another mother, listener, thank you so much. Love you long time, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Bye for now. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to GetDealsByTuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to GetDealsByTuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.